Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Waifus and Weeaboos podcast. gentlemen is the opening for the first show we're going to be talking about and that is Ijiridande Nagatoro-san or please do not bully me Nagatoro-san or Nagatoro whatever you like to say uh so ladies and gentlemen on uh who's listening to me on uh any podcast like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm which is where I upload the podcast from uh, I'm actually doing this live right now on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash sensei one uh, So a lot of the music uh, I have, you're going to be hearing today, is going to be uh, is going to be through um, <clears throat> another source than the source that I use. So bear with me with that. But uh, the the people are going to be able to see the videos, uh, the openings for the shows that we're going to be talking about. First one being Nakatoro-san uh, with a couple of visual effects of, you know, who our main characters are. Um, and they're, and they're going to be a little bit, it's going to be a little bit more, um, hands-on-y for, uh, them than it will be for the listening audience. But I appreciate any, any and all the listeners. Uh, if you'd like go over to twitch.tv slash source sensei one, uh, you can make a Twitch account. It's free. Hit the follow button. And then, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about doing more of these, uh, um, these live podcasts from now on. Uh, you can see me, you can see my giant weeaboo room and uh you see everything and you can see my sponsor that i have right here sukawai.com use promo code source since they won and get five percent off all of your uh peakers and stickers for your car pretty cool website but yeah the first uh episode well the first show we're going to be talking about today is nagatora san and i have been actually following this manga for quite some time so when i had found out that nagatora was getting an anime the first thing i was just like yes like i was screaming yes 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 at the top of my head um because we've had shows like this before including uh skill teaser takagi san which focused um may skill teaser takagi san mainly focused on a um uh on an adolescence boy and girl who you know, it, 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 while it wasn't like natural for the teasing to go on, it was just like, all right, it's it's like, it's an elementary school slash going in the middle school like 
young kids like obviously there's some sort of like feeling there it's wholesome it's cute it's whatever uh the teasing is funny at times etc etc uh you go from that to uh uzaki chan wants to hang out and uzaki was more of like a what's the word i'm looking for uzaki wasn't much of a a, a bully or like or like a teaser uh uzaki was just annoying um but in a good way um but with Nagatoro, Nagatoro does some mean stuff, but honestly, it's really not over the line. And you basically, and and people were like, oh, well, you know, she's just doing it because she likes him. It's, it's more than just that. It's more than just that. So you watch the first episode, you read the first chapter. That's the thing. That's what's, you know, some people don't get it right away. But once you go more and more into the show, into the story, you start to think like, okay, and you go back to it. Like me, like I read the manga, right? So like I understood a little bit, but even for me, when I watched the first episode, it's like, holy shit. Now it's starting to make sense. Now it's starting to make sense why uh, Nagatora does bully Senpai overall, but I'm talking like apples and oranges now and we're getting too into it, but let's do our shtick. First, for the people who do not know what Nagatoro is, let's go over the synopsis. So every day, Naoto Hachiuji, aka Senpai, is teased relentlessly by Hayase Nagatoro, which uh that's kind of a spoiler because like in the manga you don't really find out her name till later, and you don't find out Senpai's name until much later as well. So um so Hayase Nagatoro, a first year student he meets one day in the library while working on his manga. Which not necessarily true again, but whatever. After reading his story and seeing his awkward demeanor, she decides from that moment on the to toy with him. Even calling him Senpai, in lieu of using his real name. Whoever wrote the synopsis did not do a good job. Uh, at first, Nagatoro's relentless antics are more bothersome than anything and leave him feeling embarrassed as he is forced to cater to her whims. However, as they spend more time together, a strange sort of friendship develops between them and Nato finds that life with Nagatoro can even be fun. But one thing's for sure, his days will never be dull again. Uh, I mean, that synopsis kind of gives it justice, but like kind of doesn't give it justice. Um, I, I would wrap it up as like... Uh, basically Nagatora meets Senpai uh, uh, a an under what's the word I'm looking for uh an underwhelming Senpai who she finds joy in teasing and fooling around like whatever you know something like that um but again like maybe in the beginning she was close to stepping over the line but it really wasn't like tremendously over the line. Like she wasn't like she wasn't uh putting harm onto him. She wasn't like hitting him. She wasn't like pot like she wasn't doing any damage to him. Emotionally, maybe. But like you find out why she was doing it. Like you eventually come to see like why she does the things that she does to Senpai. Um so, yeah, that's just where I'll keep it as that. Uh, so, a little bit about the uh, music. 
you all who are watching saw the opening. Very colorful, very chaotic. I, I, I give it the three C's. Colorful, creative, chaotic. Uh, and I think it goes with the, uh, with the show as well. Uh, that it is a very chaotic and very colorful show at times too. Uh, I love the open. I've, I I and I did a Twitter. I, I was on Twitter earlier. I said I'd give my top five openings of the season. I gave my top. T I gave my top five endings as well. Uh, but I am going to put Nagatoro in the top five openings of the season. Where it's going to be yet, I still don't know. Uh, I have. Oh, I made a list of twelve, and on that twelve, I checked mark eight of them. So I have to knock out three more songs out of my top uh out of my top five for uh the spring 2021 season but the opening's good the ending is very like um what's the word i'm looking for uh the ending is very like laid back chill uh it, it, it it's it it kind of goes with the story like there's there's a lot of dropping of the of the word senpai and term senpai in the ending as well uh so very very fun cute ending uh nagatora skipping down a hallway very nice um so i i really like that a lot the um the music during it is like it's different it's different like the bgm is different like like when there's a bullet like what like when her two friends come in like there's just this like like this weird like like you know when the the, the bullies came in and like power rangers and it was like brum, 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 like like you know like there's the bullies like they play the music when you know like nagatora's friends are coming in and like nagatora's friends are great like gamo is like great like it's like these characters are great which i will get into them into them in into us uh, in a second but like the the bgm is is very interesting um I, I i actually like it a lot i think it gives the show a lot of character and uh speaking of the characters we talked about uh nagatora a little bit um i think what gives her her like little extra flair um and the people who are watching can actually see it is they really did her justice with like the eyes and the and like the details with everything so i i think they did a really good job with that um but i think her appeal is that she is a tan skin character and the what's the word i'm looking for where i don't get in trouble the mm, the com the conflict the conflict with tan skin characters in anime is you're always going to have the debate of oh and, and it's the stupidest fucking debate ever it's so fucking stupid is are they black or are they tan well you clearly see nagatora's tan lines she's tanned there are characters in anime who are black right people wanted to say and i'm going to go on a tangent right now so i apologize people wanted to say nessa from pokemon Sword and Shield and the anime was tanned. No. Nessa is black. She's not, she's not tanned. Nessa is black. Nessa is black. So let's just get that crate. You have your tan skin anime girls and you have your black anime girls. Done. There should be just no fucking debate. If they don't got fucking tan lines, 
or it's like proven that they're fucking not tan. That's my tangent right there. See what I did there? So they did a really good job. You can hear him, right? He's popping off. They did a really good job with Nagator's design. Really enjoyed it. Um, the fingernails read what I expected uh, because in the in the manga, you could tell she's got painted fingernails. So what I expected with that, red fingernails, perfect. Then you have Senpai, who... Uh, Naoto, who... I, I, I love what they did with his hair. I thought it's great what they did with his hair. Um, and I think they, well, Sumiri Usaka for uh, Nagatoro, top tier. And Daiki uh, Yamashita's VA, or the VA for Naoto, uh, Daiki Yamashita, I didn't like it at first, but like, it gradually grew on me. I, it, maybe it wasn't the voice. Maybe it was the direction. Because, like, he has, like, a lot of high-pitched moments where he's like, huh, 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 where, like, I, I felt like uh, Nato's uh, expressions were more like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, a little bit more deeper. Like, not so, like, high-pitched where he's like, huh, you know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, as the show went along, it grew on me. So, uh, very good job. Then you have uh, Gamal or Gamal Maki, who she had a little bit more like reddish blondish hair, which I expected like more uh, brown, but I I kind of dig the uh, I kind of dig the hair color. She's voiced by uh, Mikako Komatsu, and I was actually surprised that uh, Mikako like some of her other characters that she did was um uh, who really stuck out to me. I'm looking right now. Uh, da, 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 da. There was one person in particular who like really stood out to me. That like you listen to Gamo and then you listen to her, and it's like no, it's like wow, that's like two completely like like the difference in in tones is ridiculous. Uh, Yume from Grimgar, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Yume's voice was like a like very like uh like bubbly. Oh, she did Maki. That's who it was. That's why. Like Maki's like like uh Maki from uh Jujutsu Kaisen is a more like um like like tough and like rugged. Whereas like Gam I mean I guess Gamo's like rugged, but she's like more laid back and like chill than she is like rugged, you know what I mean? Maybe there's somebody else I was thinking of. Uh Oh man, that was a good show. Uh... Oh, Sugumi from Nisikoi. That's another one. But I guess I, I guess uh, I guess I could see the comparisons now. I guess I could see the comparisons. But uh, but yeah, like so, like I, I thought Gamos did a good job. You have Yoshi, who's like just like the typical like sidekick character of like Nagatoro's group, who they'll be like, oh yeah. Senpai's a pervert, and she'll be like, oh, yeah, pervert, and she'll just have her, like, that'll be her two cents. Um, and then Sakura's, like, the, like, the, the gal of the group, uh, where she's just, like, a little, like, flirtatious and extra around, like, all the boys and stuff, so. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, 
But yeah, the the cast of characters are very, very nice. The VAs did a very good job. Um, Studios Telecom Animation Film. The animation is... I, I Like, you look at some of the other shows that they did. Orange. I thought Orange was dog shit. Uh, All Out. I thought All Out was dog shit. Chain Chronicle, dog shit. They did Tower of God and it's hard to judge Tower of God because it's based off the Korean, a Korean manga and like Korean manga, like have that, like that manhwa style. Right. So I can't really judge it on that, but like look at some of the other shows like Futakoi and like, like I, it's just, I'm surprised at how good the animation is for the show. I am. I'm very surprised at how good the animation for the show is. There's a lot of the stuff they did was a lot of older stuff. Lupin, Fantasy Star, even though that was in 2016. Um, Muteki and Musume. So they did a lot of older stuff. So to see the animation this good, uh, I'm actually surprised. So we talked about the synopsis. We talked about the voices. We talked about the characters. We talked about the studio. Uh, the producers, King Records. Uh, Sakamoto, Suzuri Children, you know, Fruits Basket, a lot of like the romantic comedy aspects and everything. But let's talk about the show itself and like how the show does in comparison to the manga. And a lot of people had their issues with the show. They're like, oh, well, you're taking chapters four, five, and six and you're putting it in another fucking episode and you're taking six, seven, and nine and putting it in your first episode and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, look. Right. This is what I hate. This is what I hate about people who read manga and then want to bitch about the fucking anime. All right. So I'm going to say to you, shut the fuck up. All right. Just shut the fuck up. You read the book, you read the manga, right? And then, you know, you're going to watch the anime just to bitch about the fucking anime. Just watch the anime and enjoy it. Me. Me. Yeah. I've read the manga. And then I watched the anime and I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. But I still love seeing it. There was a part in the anime that I was like, wait a minute, that didn't happen in the manga. Yeah, they cut out. Why did they cut it out? I don't know. Was I upset about it? Yeah, I'm upset about it. But was I still happy to see most of that shit animated? Absolutely, I was. And why? And then like... Then you have to start thinking, like, all right, why did they cut that out? Well, it's a major issue that happens. It's a major situation that happens in an early episode, right? The scene above me is the scene that I'm talking about, which if some people have watched it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, and people who are listening right now, like, I'm sorry, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so, uh, but if you have seen the Nagatoro uh, anime you you probably know what episode I'm talking about where a lot of people got uh a lot of people got uh, triggered for the show not quote unquote perfectly adapting the manga. Um but I don't have a problem with that. And 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 it's the same thing with like shonen manga too. Like like read your read your manga, right? And you get happy, you get like you can only so you can only put so much of a light novel and a manga into a damn anime. Like you can only animate so much. So just enjoy what you get, okay? Just fucking enjoy it. They're gonna have to cut shit out. Sorry. That's just how it be. 
Um, but I, I love the show. I think they did a good. Uh, I think they did a, a good job adapting it. Um, will it get a second season? Probably not. Uh, I mean, it could. It could get a second season. Uh, I think it's gonna. Fi- I think it's gonna adapt up to chapter forty. I'm gonna say, and there's only been seventy three chapters completed or released. Um, so if there's going to be a second season, it probably won't be until next year. Uh, I think there should be a second season because I think the manga is going to wrap up probably within the next like 50 chapters or so IMO because they are going through it a little bit quicker than usual. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would give it a second season. Probably within a year or two. What would I score the anime overall? I love the I love the manga. Sorry. I love the manga. I think the manga if you're looking for a good romance anime uh, a good romantic comedy anime or manga, uh I would recommend Nagatoro. A, a easily ten out of ten. You fall in love with these characters, you really do. And not only Senpai and Nagatoro, but you fall in love with Gamo, you fall in love with uh a lot of Nagatoro's friends. Um the hell are their names again? Sorry. I feel this was Yoshi and Sakura. Um, president. President will be coming. They just introduced a new character. Um, who. Who. Uh, like you think like, oh shit, here we go. But like. She's cool. The new character is really cool. So. Um, so if you're interested in, a, in like a good like romantic comedy. Manga, I would definitely check out Nagatoro. In regards to the anime, I'd give the anime like an 8 out of 10. Uh, I enjoy it. It does have its flaws. Um, but I, I really enjoy Nagatoro-san. So don't bully me, Nagatoro. Uh, definitely go check it out right now on uh, Crunchyroll's website, Crunchyroll.com. Yeah. second show that we're going to be talking about today and that is how not to summon a demon lord season 
2. So, a little bit about How Not to Summon a Demon Lord Season 2. Uh, let's get right into it. So, uh, actually, let's give out the synopsis of Season 1 for those who have not seen it. To give us to give a broad spectrum of what the show is actually about. Um, so basically, uh, this dude, uh, which they don't give him his name, he's just Diablo. Like you see him, he he's got like devil horns and like you know, for those watching, like you like you know who he is like right away. Um, so there's this MMORPG called Cross Revere, and Diablo is our main character's character in the game, and. He's got the rarest artifacts. He's like got the he's he's max level. Like he's basically uh, unbeatable. So he's in this game, and eventually, like him and his character design gets teleported into another world. So <clears throat> typical isekai anime where he gets um, summoned into another world by um, uh, what's their names. By Rem, who is our cat girled protagonist, and Shara, who is our um, elf archer with um, a lot of extra assets, if you know what I mean. Whereas Rem don't have the assets. So they have an enslavement collar because they summoned the demon lord, which is Diablo, and Diablo is like super strong. So a little bit about season two is just more of season one where diablo's got to go around like do diablo shit which basically means he's got to fuck a lot of people up uh so in season two he meets lumakina who is like all about like church and god and i believe she's the head priestess of the church in the world so like the church has been overrun this season and like it's her job to like cleanse the church of like all their sins so that's what Diablo is really doing this season. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the music, right? So you just heard the opening, right? You just seen the opening if you are watching the stream. And again, just like with the Nakatora anime, the um, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord opening is a fucking bopper. It is a bopper. Now, I don't think it syncs up with like the video itself, like the music video itself. Like it seems, it's like a little like, different at times because there is like some action going on and there's like other action going on in the opening but the song itself is a bopper uh it's dj Koo and mutsu who do the opening and dj Koo and mutsu actually do the ending as well um but they they do a combo with uh yu serizawa who is the voice of shara um and shara is the elf archer but uh yeah the opening the opening slaps the ending is the ending is a pretty good slapper too uh, and at the end of this episode, um, I'll have the ending because usually at the end of most of my episodes, I'll, I'll play the ending. So at the end of this episode, uh, I will play the ending. All right. Um, so what the hell was talking about? Oh, the music. All right. Music's great. Yeah, uh, it is listed by Funimation. So if you want to watch, uh, how not to summon a demon Lord, go over to Funimation, uh, .com and watch it. Signing up for Funimation is free guys and girls. Don't want to differentiate. You can make a Funimation account for free. Um, I'm pretty sure you get weekly episodic episodes, but you just get commercials, I think, or ads. I forget which one it is. Crunchyroll, you get the Crunchyroll, you get the anime a week early. Um, and wait, 
This is on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. It's on. So it's on Funimation and Crunchyroll. So Crunchyroll is you get it a week early or you get it a week later. So like, uh, episode nine just dropped this week. If you had Crunchyroll for free, you would get episode nine this week. Uh, so the episode nine aired the Thursday just passed. You get episode nine this week if you had Crunchyroll. For Funimation, I think it might be the same. Uh, but don't quote me on that. So, uh, so let's talk about, uh, so it's Funimation. It's on Crunchyroll as well. The studio, I'm surprised they changed studios. Uh, season one animation was good. Season two, they decided to go with, uh, Tezuka Productions and they did Dororo, um, Quintessential Quintuplets season one, uh, Degashikashi season two. Um, Ooh, they're doing Kanajo Mo Kanajo, which that's going to be good. But I, but it looked like it was a joint production with Tezuko and Okuruto uh, Nobudu Studios. And uh, they just did uh, Oridake uh, Dungeon or The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, which whew, that show was that show was a big sheesh, y'all. That show was a big sheesh. It had good waifus in it. It really did. Same thing with this. This one has good waifus in it. But uh, that, that dungeon show was sheesh. It, it was uh, it was something special, chat. Oh, man. I forgot. I'm not supposed to say chat. I'm in the... I'm in my zone. I'm in my zone for the podcast. So, boys and girls. Yeah, sorry about that. So... We talked about the studios. We talked about the uh, opening and ending. So let's talk about the characters. Uh, we have Diablo, who is our main demon lord, who's actually super powerful. But in this season, uh, he does face some adverse adversity uh, from time to time. But eventually, you know, he works his way out of it. We have Ren Gallo, who she was mainly the main focus in season one uh, for specific reasons. Um, she's like a short. Uh, she's like a, a shorter long-haired cat-eared uh, protagonist who doesn't have the assets as shara does where shara uh is a uh long blonde-haired uh elf archer with lots of assets um some other characters introduced this season are lumakina who i talked about earlier and she is the uh she's the head head priest who which if you're watching me is right above me and then we have uh, Rose, who is in the top right corner, again, if you are watching me, Rose is an android actually from Diablo's game, uh, who, I don't know if, like, everything in the game, if, if he was transported in the actual game world, but, like, he goes, and, like, they're about to, like, fight each other, and he's like, yo, Rose, it's me, and she's like, no way, and he's like, yeah, it's me, and she's just like, oh, man, like, it is you. Like, it was, like, trust me, it was a lot more epic of a scene, but, like, it was fucking cool. Like, I dig Rosé. I think Rosé is very cool. Um, or as my pool would say, Rosé! <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, the characters and the waifus in this season two are very, very good. Um, so, what about how not to summon a demon lord makes it, um, Makes it watchable. Right? There's... There's two reasons. 
One. It's the Waifus and Weeaboos podcast. So, the amount of waifus in the show, and there's like three or four more waifus that I didn't even talk about. You want me to bang out the list real quick? You want to bang out the list? To a couple of the waifus I didn't talk about. Sylvie. Glebs, uh, Clem, I didn't talk about. Eldegard, did not talk about. Alicia, didn't talk about. That's four, right there. There's one more I didn't talk about. Where is she? Celestine, Horn, six, Fanus, seven, May, eight. You want me to keep going? Shit. The abundance of waifus in this show is incredible. Incredible. There's so much. But you may be saying like, oh, well, it's fucking fan service. It's bullshit. It's not entertaining. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the best thing about the show. It's meant for that. Yes, there's action in it. Yes, there's blood at times. There's people getting fucked up at times. There's people getting killed at times. But at the end of the day, the show doesn't even take itself too seriously. It's just like, boom, you're dead. All right, on to the next one. There's no fucking cliffhangers. There's no fucking like, oh, oh, Diablo can't fucking win. Diablo won't save the girl. No, that's bullshit. You know he's going to fucking win, which is fine. Which is fine because you want to see how it leads up to it. And the scenes that lead up to Diablo fucking shit up or Rem fucking shit up or Shara fucking shit up. It's great. That's the shit I want to see. I want to see the waifus fucking doing things. I want to see Diablo fucking shit up with no fucking like, with no fucking like, oh my God, is it going to, is he going to get through it? But no, I don't want that. If I want to watch that shit, I'll watch fucking Shonen trash, dude. Like my hero. I love my hero. Don't get me wrong. But like, it'd be like, oh no, no, it's fucking Deku going to fucking, oh my God. It's like, I, I'll watch that when I want to watch Shonen. Oh my God, fucking Goku. Hey, Goku. It's my King Kai impression. Um, so, yeah, like, this show does not take itself too seriously. It cares about not taking itself seriously and the waifus. And that's what it focuses on. And it's great. And sometimes, in the shitty fucking world we live in, with shitty fucking shows like The Dragon Goes House Hunting, I fucking hate that anime. You sometimes need shows like this to get you out of the fucking reality that is this bullshit world so you just break away and you watch fucking cute girls or waifus doing waifu things and diablo fucking shit up so uh as an anime overall like the score i love this show like i think it's like a 7.5 out of 10 will i give it a 7 out of 10 on my anime list probably i don't know uh is it like is it for a professional opinion it's probably like a 7 out of 10. Maybe like a 6.8 out of 10. I don't know. It's just personal preference. In the realm of an anime. Like an anime. Like not saying like romantic comedy. This. That. Eh. Like boom. You put it on a list of anime. Where is it on a list of anime? It's probably around. The 6.5 category. The 6.5 category. That's where I would put it. 6.5 category. I think it's a 7.5 show. If you like that sort of shit. Um. It's th it it's Thursdays. I come home. 
It's Zombie Land Sangha, and it's fucking how how getting reincarnated into a demon world. So, um, or how not to summon a demon lord? What the fuck was that? Uh, but yeah, I love the show, so I'm gonna go check it out. If you just want a fucking nice, chill fan service show with tons of waifus, tons of honeys, and tons of fucking action, they can just kick back and watch. And uh, we're actually gonna be talking about a uh, a manga next, so. Stay tuned. And yeah, like I said, we are going to be doing a manga next. And surprisingly, um, it's a three-part episode, which I haven't done a three-part episode in a in quite some time. But the third part of this episode that I am going to be talking about is a manga series that I am reading right now, which is called My Room is a Dungeon Rest Stop. Now... If it sounds ridiculous, then it's probably ridiculous. Um, but let's let me talk about a little bit of the synopsis. So we have Toru Suzuki who gets an unexpectedly good deal for a house. Although skeptical, he accepts the offer and moves in, where he realizes that it has an actual dungeon. How will he cope with the unexpected turn of events? Coupled with the appearance of new characters from another world. So, this is a new spin on the Isekai category. So, yes. It is sort of an Isekai. But I am... I am four volumes in. And... Like... He doesn't... Like, he has not gone to the... I mean, he has gone into the dungeon, but he has not gone into, like, the town and shit like that. So, uh, it is a different take on an isekai uh, genre because, like, most of the time, you're getting sucked up. Like, or you're getting, like, fucking killed. You're getting, you're getting truck-cooned to the isekai world. Right? This one, he's literally opening a door and, like, there's the dungeon. So he goes, he goes through the door, gets into the dungeon, and in the dungeon, he meets um blonde-haired girl who looks like she's like fucked up and she can't move, and her name is Rhea. So we meet Rhea, and for those who are watching, you can see Rhea, she's the blonde-haired one. Boom, right there and right there. So we meet Rhea, and uh she was actually, you find out a little bit about Rhea and like why she's in the dungeon and Toto takes her into her house and takes care of her and like you find out and like it does have like an RPG aspect on it where like you get to like uh, Toto can see his points uh, and see his log. So like stuff from his world uh, affects what happens in the dungeon. So like he gives, so like for instance, he gives Rhea like a soda pop or a, a, a soda pop. Third pops, uh, he gives Rhea a soda, and like that boosts her like, uh, her speed by like a point because it's got like the caffeine and like the carbonation in it. So she's like fucking like jacked up on Mountain Dew more or less. So you can see like you can see your points. So like he does like he does, and it's funny because like he does. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give a spoiler. Uh, he does like farming, so he'll like press a button for like inside his, uh, his his room because he attached like cameras to the dungeon so he'll and it makes sense it makes sense like 
you'll like you'll like you'll say like if you read it like it'll make a lot of sense like why the shit happens that it happens but like um but uh that's how he farms like experience so uh from Rhea, right we go on and we meet Deet, who is like this elf wizard which we've had wizards before for those of you who can see she's in the uh the witch's hat right there uh, very, um, just like Shara from, you know, and Rhea's the same way. Like, Rhea's very endowed. Um, and Dee, she's pretty cool. She is a little bit more, like, chilled, laid-back character who's free to speak her mind. But when I first met Dee, like, when you first read about Dee, like, you think she's just, like, the... Like, she's going to hate Rhea for, like, specific reasons. Because, like, it's like, all right, there's the robbery right there. But you come to realize, like, <clears throat> Deet's not a fucking awful person. Like, I expected Deet to be a fucking awful people. Like, the, the cliche is Deet's awful. She falls in love with Toru. Boom. And then, you know, and then Rhea eventually wins. No. No. This fucking story breaks the mold of that shit. Where these fucking two characters actually get along. Actually. Like, no fucking bickering, no bullshit, no nonsense. They actually get fucking along, which is what I love to say. Then we get our, uh, oh, what's he name it? Shit. Uh. Is Shizuku the fucking. I think it's Shizuku. It is Shizuku. So, our third character is a, uh, he actually, he actually. Finds a white slime, right, Toru, and he brings it home with him. Like he brings it back to his house. So the white slime like ends up like having like a personality, right? As it transforms into like one of his figures, and it transforms into Rhea eventually as well. So uh, it starts talking and it starts like having a personality of its own. So like eventually he names it like Shizuku, but like he hides it from uh, Rhea because. She's, like, afraid of monsters or whatever. But Shizuku's fucking awesome. Like, I love Shizuku a lot. Like, oh, my God. I didn't even want to talk about it. But, like, she's like, I want to go see the real world. Like, I want to go see, like, your world, Master Toru. And so, like, he's fucking, like, sick one day. Or I, I'll say this. He's he's in bed. Like, he oversleeps. And he goes to work. And he sees fucking... He sees Shizuku doing his job for him. And it's just like, yo, it's so fucking funny. It's so good. Um... But yeah, like I like I could read it online, but like I enjoy like like there are some good fucking scenes in like I just enjoy the physical copy and like you can get them for rather cheap off right stuff right now. I think they're like eight bucks off right stuff. But normal price uh, is gonna be thirteen twelve ninety nine. You get it at like a bookstore or whatever. But uh I really like the story. It's 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 yeah, it's easy kai and like it's cliche and shit, and like the characters are I mean, I, I like the characters. I really do. I like all four of our main characters. I love Toru. I love Rhea. D is my favorite. Uh, but I love Shizuku too. Like I love like it's it's a rare it is a rare treat that I love four fucking main characters. Toru's awesome. Fucking Rhea, like there's character development almost instantly. D is fucking awesome. D and Toru go on some awesome adventures. Like in the real world, well, in in on planet Earth and in the dungeon. 
So uh, their chemistry is like, I fuck with it. But I fuck with him and Rhea too. I fuck with both of them. And then Shizuku, Shizuku's like the dog in the relationship, but like Shizuku is funny. I'm telling you, Shizuku is funny. So it, like, like I said, is that thunder? No, it sounds like an airplane. Sorry. Um, so I, I really don't want to give it a score right now because of how uh, early in how early in the story I am, right? But I love. My room is a dungeon. My room is a dungeon rest stop. Yeah, it's a long title. Yeah, it's like it's it sounds like typical isekai bullshit, right? But uh, it's fun. It's a fun read. It's a good read. It's a quick read. If you're looking for something quick that you can read through real quick, boom, and you want to add it to your collection, definitely check out My Room is a Dungeon Rest Stop. I am enjoying it. I'm loving it. Please, 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 at least go check it out. I think you can find it on Crunchyroll's website right now. I think. Um, but if not, don't fucking pirate it. Go to a library, see if they have it. Go to a bookstore, fucking buy it. It's cheap. It's $8. You're, you're help support the industry. Don't fucking pirate that shit. All right, please, please, please do it for me. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of Waifus and Weeaboos. So today, very special episode that we are streaming right here, right now, live on twitch.tv slash one Go over, make a Twitch account. It's free. Hit that heart button and give me a follow. I greatly appreciate it. I'm going to start doing these uh, these podcast episodes. Um, I think I'm going to start doing them Sunday and Wednesday, or at least minimum Wednesday, because it is Waifu Wednesday. Um, and, you know, we're all about the waifus here. So, today we covered Please Don't Bully Me Nagatoro. I think, I what, I what did I end up giving it? An 8.5? Or an 8 out of 10? Something like that. I love Nagatoro. I think it's great. Everybody go watch it. It's on Crunchyroll right now. Go give it a watch. Uh, we then talked about uh, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Season 2, of course, where Diablo is a badass. And he's got some badass waifus surrounding him as well. And we finished up with talking about um, uh, my room is a dungeon rest stop. So, yeah. So, definitely go check out Nagatoro. How Not to Summon a Demon Lord Season 2. And, of course... My room is a dungeon rest stop. So, again, if you're not following me on any of my socials, go over to follow socials. I, I already told you where you can find me on uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter is waifus, the letter N, weeaboos, on Twitter, at waifus and weeaboos. You can find me on twitch.tv, so source and say one. Find us on Facebook, waifus and weeaboos, even though I really don't upload to Facebook that much, any, uh, that much often anymore. Uh, and of course on tumblr tumblr is nj otaku my uh my people on twitch know my socials right now uh, and of course new one go to sukawai.com sukawai.com sukawai got awesome stickers awesome peekers for your car your lunchbox you know your laptop whatever nice anime stickers nice artwork stickers Use the promo code SORASENSEI1 and get 5% off your entire order. Some of these stickers now are down to $5 a sticker. These stickers are top quality. Pro. 
Like, I, like, no bullshit. I own about, like, seven of them right now. So, I love them. I have about, like, eight on my car. So, eight on seven I haven't used yet. I got stickers at the Wazoo. So, I'm going to have to buy a new car. How many stickers I got. So, again, thank you all for listening. Go over to Twitch. Uh, make it a gal. It's free. Hook me up with a follow. Uh, and look for a new episode coming either this week or later next week. Uh, so, again, my name is Nick. Thank you all for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Don't